Hey there, this is Adam Zekas with Tom Kissingberg from the IDP Read and React IDP Podcast right here at DLF. Uh, say hello, Tom. Cheerio, chap, golly, good gosh. Here I am. Uh, great. Uh, anyway, um, if you're interested in getting started with IDP and Dynasty Leagues or looking for a way to dominate your IDP Leagues, then our show is for you. Isn't that right, Tom? Ah, yes, my good man. And of course, I bring the coveted data and insight that can only come from a monarch-loving, tea-slurping, crumpet muncher such as myself. Yep, very very cool, Tom. Very cool. Um, Well, you can find our podcast right here in the DLF Family of Podcast feed on DynastyFootball.com. And you can follow us on Twitter at The Read and React. Check my inbox and what do I see? Just another day, another T-R-A-D-E I'm an addict And I need it in my veins, I'm an addict Otherwise I feel plain now Every day I wake up, people got a problem Making all these trades up, got me singing got em, But I've been paid up, I even started from the bottom See I don't wait up, I ain't even playing possum So what it cost them just a couple of firsts Can't believe that it worked, not to say I'm a jerk But I'm an addict, it's what I said in the first You can curse all you want, you can pray in your church But I'ma keep tapping return, I win up I learn I ain't trying to burn any bridges I yearn For the feeling I earn, I'ma win it's a turn You had a cheek before I drop you like the beat I'm an addict, and I'm not really ashamed I'm an addict, I'm reclining with the brain I'm an addict, and the pot is what I'm playing I'm an addict, Russell Rocky Not the names, trade addicts pot Let's go I am Dynasty Outhouse, and I have a trading problem I am Rocky Petrella, and I also have a trading problem. Hey, everybody, and welcome to session... No, no, I didn't up... It's 242 <laughs> of the Trade Addicts Podcast, a member of the DLF family of podcasts. It's really bad when I think I know the number in my head, but then I go look at the sheet and it's a different number. That's not that's good. When my, that's when my brain breaks. But this is session 242 of the Trade Addicts Podcast. Yet again, a member of the DLF family of podcasts, also a proud member of the Dynasty Addicts Podcast Network, the DAP Network, if you will. And we will. It is, I mean, it's here. It's playoff time. I, being the respectable, caring, and loving commissioner that I am, spent seriously like the entire morning (laughs) setting up the playoffs and the non-playoff team's rookie draft order for all 16 of my leagues. Ouch. One of which is a 48 team league. <laughs> that must so, have been fun. Yes, that's what I did today. <laughs> Meanwhile, I was telling you before the show, I, I did not, I only have like nine leagues and I didn't do any of them yet. <laughs> which is literally the only reason I brought it up because I know Rocky didn't do it and it was something I'd get to make fun of him for. Uh, yeah, after the show. Mm, we'll see. <laughs> well, I'm just going to go to bed. You'll probably stay awake. But that's, I mean, we're here. If the reason we are going live, and I think we're going to do this every year. And honestly, I think we've done this the past two years. And every year I say, we should do this every year. (laughs) Every year, I think we're going to do right before playoffs, right before week, I guess now 15 happens. We're going to go live. Get all of you people in here asking your trade questions. What should you do right before the deadline? What should you do this? What should you do that? The real answer is get rid of your freaking deadline. But that's exactly, we could have that discussion if you want us to, but. Not yet, because we need to talk about how obnoxious the NFL is being right now with their players getting injured. It is just not great. 
And hey, Kelly is in our chat at KP Poker KP, my pretty much favorite Twitter handle at this point because it took me like two months to be able to say it right. Yeah, but now you Every got it down. You can do it in your you can do it in your sleep now. Yeah, now I probably do. I'll have to ask my wife. <laughs> but seriously, like, why? What? Why can't we have nice things? Even some of these things that aren't really that nice, we still keep losing. Like, well, first of all, I was scrolling through the injuries at like 9.31 right before I hit live because I realized I forgot to do that. Like 18 people got concussions. And Mike, if you didn't know, Mike White has a rib injury. Oh my God. Like the hits that man took (laughs) and came back. Like part of me is like, yeah, you're you're a warrior. You go back. And part of me is like, don't you like your organs? (laughs) Like, they need that protection, uh, you know, of your rib cage and not have your ribs splinter and go through your this is, organs. This is Wasn't Mike Eagles, chance, like, Russ, that had think a... he's going he's gonna to let a couple ribs keep him out? Yeah, I guess not. Didn't someone, <laughs> I think it was the Eagles, someone had a lacerated kidney recently. Like, uh, Yeah, defensive guy, yeah. Yeah, like that's terrifying sounding. Like internal organs shouldn't, like you're not getting stabbed, but somehow they get ripped. That's just terrifying. <laughs> um, but what we know right now, first, I guess let's start with what we don't know. Ramondre Stevenson has an ankle injury. He went out of the game twice. There is nothing that's saying he's even missing next week. But are you worried? Like, are you doing anything? Are you just holding Pat? Are you <laughs> Pat? Uh, I just thought of that. I was going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I totally did that on purpose. No, I didn't. Um, I don't know, man. Like, I think you you have to hold on to him because he's good and he has a decent schedule. But, like, let's say he plays. Do you play him confidently or are you worried that he's going to get, like, a snap count because they don't want to hurt him for the rest of the season or anything like that? No, I think that, I think if they put him in there, he should be good to go. I, I don't I, – if a guy's on the field, I, I think I'm going to play him. I don't see why uh... – why they would put him out there. And, and they, they really haven't been splitting the load. I mean, part of that's Damian Harris's injury too, but we, we always make the joke of, and that's, what's been great. So great about Ramondre. We always He's talk been, about, even when he hasn't, he has been getting around the same amount of touches, but his targets go up it, when yeah. Damian Harris plays, <laughs> which is so weird. I, yeah. I, like I remember looking into him at one point because I didn't know how to feel about it. It was, there was a couple of weeks ago where I was trying to trade for him and I didn't want to give up a first. Like I just, I wasn't ready to do it. I'm still not ready to do it, but I wanted to see if I was wrong. And I still didn't think I was, but I remember seeing him just like, that is okay, cool. But like part of me thinks he might be a guy next year too. Like, I don't like, like you're just, like you said before, we're just, we, we are burned by Bill Belichick yes. and his running backs. But I think Ramondre, at least he's like he seems like he might be the guy. But yeah, and even when, like you said, even when Harris is there, he's the pass catching guy, and and he's really good at it. And he's and he's a bigger back too, so it's not like he's just some pass catching scat back. That's what's so great about him. And I, I wanted to throw something out at you since since we're talking about Ramondre. This doesn't really have to do with his injury, but uh, on on junkies last week uh, in the find me a trade section, uh, Andrew actually brought up a trade where. Uh, it was actually one of my rosters and it was trading Swift for uh Ramondre in a small piece. I think it was Nico Collins. It, wow. Where do you have Swift compared to Ramondre at this point? Like 
that is two ships <laughs> passing in the night, right? Like that is how far has Swift fallen and how high is Ramondre going? Yeah. Like if I'm trading Swift away, I'm hoping he has more name value than that. That's yeah, I'm that's still happy thing. about getting the points Ramondre will score. Like part of I don't have any DeAndre Swift shares left. But for a couple of the people that I talked to that have wanted to move on from him, I really hoped he was going to score like 12 or 13 points this past Sunday. Because that's like good enough for some people who believed in the first place to give them some confirmation bias. Like, okay, he's back. It's okay. It's so good. Ship him out. But of course, he put up like six points and in a very high scoring game, no less. So... Oh, yeah, I, I still can't give up the dream. And I heard that I was just like, that's not enough for me. No, and I like Ramondre, but I, I still have this hope that he's going to be DeAndre Swift and he's going to get enough carries that he's good. And like, at the beginning of this year, he wasn't, you know, he's never going to be the guy that's carrying a, a big full load. But uh, the beginning of this year, even with Williams stealing touchdowns, he was still having some, some 20 point games. And then since the injury, I feel like he hasn't, he really hasn't produced much at all since he came back, except for when he's had a random touchdown here or there. Yeah, I mean, I always wonder on bad teams if they do stop and think, maybe we just don't do this to our main guy. Like, we know Swift is going to be our guy. Swift is going to be our guy next year. Let's just let Jamal Williams run the ball 300 times. they're still in the playoff hunt. They can't really do that. (laughs) Like, no, no. There's six and seven or something like that. It would be the most Lions thing ever to make the playoffs accidentally (laughs) at this point. Yeah. They might. They're they're actually, like, good now. Like, they started off, what, I think one and six. Oh, how? They've they've won five of their last six or something like that. How nice was it? Did you see Jamison Williams catch his first pass that was a touchdown? Yeah, and I heard you talking about it. I think it was on Wall Street today. Yeah, Yeah, like... He just like threw his arms in the air and you saw the smile on his face. Like I started tearing up. It's yeah. just like, welcome to the NFL, j yeah, How amazing is that? First catch, first First touchdown. catch. It's, oh. Confirmation bias for all us Jameson Williams truthers out here. I mean, of course, he didn't really do much else, but still it was a really nice catch. Yes. Uh, Okay, but oh, real quick, Kelly threw in the chat, injuries are terrible. As a Broncos fan, I think we just got better via injury, first of all, ouch. Second, and then he put in quotes, let Russ Russ nap. nap. (laughs) First, okay, well, I already said ouch. Second, no, you don't nap when you get a concussion. Yeah, that's actually That's how you go into a (laughs) court. So, no, let let Russ rest, let Russ recuperate rest and recuperate see you even get the alliteration with the russ and recuperate Russ, rest like. and recuperate the three R's. there you go russ rest <laughs> and recuperate there you go triple <laughs> r okay let's move on to the real injuries let's 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 take steps let's not just like jump up or off the cliff or up the cliff you don't jump off cliffs whatever we're gonna no. talk about debo first that's what we're that's what's happening so debo samuel rocky tells me because i forgot to look up what actually happened <laughs> sprained his mcl and ankle and I am, again, being told by Rocky that Shanahan's expects him back in about three weeks. And, man, I, pure luck, and I am sorry that this seems to be my fault, traded away the only two Debo shares I had before this Sunday. So, yeah. Okay, so when it comes to 
what the 49ers are right now. Because from what I hear, Garoppolo can come back during the NFL playoffs, which means it is after the fantasy season. So we now have the Brock Purdy, that's his name, right? Um, 49ers. Are you interested in Ayuk more, or is this just, oh, hey, this is even more passes for Christian McCaffrey? For me, it's more it's more passes for Christian McCaffrey. I think we talked about this when Jimmy went down, and I even kind of theorized that then that this could be good for McCaffrey with the you know young quarterback and rookie quarterback, and, and not a particularly well regarded one, although he's played much better than any of us expected. Oh. But uh, yeah, <laughs> but Getting I mean, on the, the field as a Mister Irrelevant is like yeah. a big enough deal, to, and to. Throw a completion is pretty much above expectation <laughs> at this point. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, and I, you know, one of the easiest ways to help him out is run McCaffrey and throw easy passes to McCaffrey. So, I, I think we're gonna. I, I also thought it might help Kittle, which has not been the case so far. But uh, I, I do think, like, I think McCaffrey had what like thirty points this past week and twenty something uh, the other game. I think it was like 20, got in. So yeah, I mean, Ayuk actually, I think, had a pretty good game this past week too. Uh, I know he scored a touchdown. Uh, so, I, I mean, it's got to be better for Ayuk without Debo there. Uh, that's generally when we see Ayuk produce is when somebody else is missing. But I still think it's it's best. Uh, I'm still much more higher on, on McCaffrey as kind of being the focal point of the offense now with Debo out of the picture. Kittle not seeming to get a ton of targets uh, and, and, you know, Purdy at quarterback. And he's he has played really well these first couple of games, but as, as the league gets a book on him, it, it could be tougher for him to hit some of these downfield throws he's been hitting. And I think that just means wheels up even more for McCaffrey. Yeah, it looks like Ayuk got saved by that touchdown because he had three targets and it turned oh, into okay. two catches for 57 yards. I must have just saw only his two catches. <laughs> I didn't watch the whole game, but I was watching when he screwed the touchdown. So I, yeah, I, and I meant to watch that today, but I got way too so Again, I burned half my day doing the playoff, playoff. setup. I'm like, oh, I guess I should probably do some work. Maybe a little. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, I think I'm with you. And I got to be honest. If I'm a competing team, I pay almost any price for Christian McCaffrey right now. <laughs> like, <laughs> they have a decent schedule. Hold on. Let me pull up the schedule again. I just closed out Ayuk's little box here. The command, they have the Seahawks, Commanders, and Raiders. The Commanders are actually fourth best in points against running backs, but it's Christian McCaffrey. So who cares? Right. And the Seahawks and Raiders aren't good. So it's just like, but. That is a really, really good schedule. And again, we talked about it on Wall Street. And I think the question was, would you give up an early first? And I said, honestly, if I have a competing team and I have someone else's early first, I think I do that without thinking. And that, again, anytime we talk about an early first, scrap the 101. Yeah, you're not giving up the 101. It is 102, 3, or 4, you know, because once you hit 5, that turns into mid if you want to be, you know, nitpicky about it. Because the 101 is going to be a first-round startup value. Like, Bijan Robinson will most likely be the running back one, which means he's going to be drafted in the first round of startups. Even if we really, really like CJ Stroud or Bryce Young, almost blanked on the name, (laughs) and we like their landing spot, chances are, at 
best they work their way up to the someone jumping like the 112 just to take them because they want their rookie. I think we have enough good quarterbacks that and then you have to add in uh Chase Jefferson. Someone will probably yeah. jump on Jonathan Taylor if especially if he has a strong end to the season. You know, like I think we have enough after that that it'll push those other two young quarterbacks down. But yeah, Bichon's going to be up there. So yeah, I would easily give up one of those quarterbacks, Young or Stroud, to get Christian McCaffrey on the competing team right now. Yeah, I'm 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 with you there. I would I would pay an early first for McCaffrey. He, I had my doubts that he would get the workload coming into the season, but he kind of has on both teams. Like oh, with the terrifying. Panthers yeah. and with the there was a little bit there when when Mitchell came back from his injury and 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 they Speaking were giving him always gets yeah, hurt yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they were giving him more work I think than we expected now that McCaffrey was there, but of course he got hurt again and Oops, and they don't really have that much else uh, of of note so. And like we said, with Purdy, I, I still expect it's, you know, the, the offense to run through McCaffrey, get get him the ball and, uh, you know, take pressure off off Purdy. So, yeah, it's, he, I just think he's going to score. So, I mean, like I said, we just talked about it. He's going to score so many points, I think, with Purdy and a quarterback. There's still it's still a Shanahan offense who likes to run the ball. And he knows how to he he knows how to make the offense work. No matter who, he's never had a, a really good quarterback in San Francisco. You know, Jimmy's adequate, but he's not anything special. And they just seem to be good on offense all the time, especially running the ball. So, uh, yeah, I mean, he, Christian McCaffrey, I think, is going to win people championships. You pointed out the uh, the schedule and and he's Christian McCaffrey, so the schedule might not even matter. So. <laughs> <laughs> so I think I, not wrong. I, I I'm going to pay, you know, the 102, 103, 104 for for what I think can get me a title and I, I need to see if I have any early first and go do that. Exactly. Oh, yeah. R- let Russ play baseball. Yes, I will get behind that. <laughs> uh, we have Jesse Shot asking the question while we're talking about Debo, going into the playoffs with an injured Debo, who would you go after for the push if you were planning on a rebuild in the non-point scoring season? So this is a an interesting question because it's I'm making the playoffs and I yeah. want to compete, but this is probably it and I'm going to blow it up afterwards. <laughs> love it, like that. That's love it. That, that's yeah. my job. Um, so I just that's why half up. your teams are rebuilding, Russ. Oh man. Okay. So <laughs> Trader Joe does this to me every year. I never want to know what my leagues look like. And then every year he does his recap of looking yeah. how many leagues he has, how many he's made the playoffs, how many had buys, and how many are rebuilds i had 20 leagues which i thought i had more not gonna lie (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah so 20 dynasty leagues i made 10 playoffs and nine are rebuilding which means there is literally one league that i did not make the playoffs where i tried to and it's freaking TA6, where honestly, I wanted to rebuild, but J. Mike wouldn't give me my first back, so I didn't completely blow it up. So, honestly, I'm not even holding that against me. And <laughs> I'm glad I, you're not holding it against buys, But my teams love just shitting the bet at the end of the season. How'd you yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure where my... I, I know the majority of mine that I tried to win. I think there were like three leagues uh, out of like 20 some 
that I tried to win where I didn't make the playoffs. And I have probably like 10 to 12 rebuilds out of this. Cause I have like 40 instead of your 20. So, yeah. uh, but, but yeah, it, it was a pretty good season, but I, I definitely not as good as last year. Last year was ridiculous. And then I didn't, I didn't win enough titles because I had like 14 buys and I only had like four titles. It was oh my God. I did not do good last year. I'm glad we moved <laughs> on. Okay. But let's get back to this question real quick. Uh, so Debo, Injured, playoffs, but want to rebuild. I pulled up the DLF trade analyzer because company man, and I went to the value section, and right underneath Debo is Garrett Wilson and Drake London. I'm not sure those get done right now anymore, but if you can, either of those. Drake is having, I mean, they have that change of quarterback. Drake is helping for the push though but he might with the change of quarterback that's 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 what i was about to say we don't know what he's going to look like right now but we know he's good enough we he does very very good other stat wise and just not (laughs) (laughs) just not the things that screw you fantasy (laughs) (laughs) but a lot of his peripheral stuff like i was you know crap that i don't really know that i let smart people figure out and i listen to That everything, you know, everything he did was right. It was just that Mariota couldn't get him the ball. And it was the same thing with Pitts. So I love the idea of getting London because I think two weeks into next season, if London does what he did at the beginning of this season, his price is probably going to skyrocket. Or you just have a great piece to center your rebuild around. And, I mean, Garrett Wilson is just very, very good. Look what he does on the Jets. I mean, I like the Wilson one better because he's he's producing – more, not an amazing pace, but he's especially since Wilson got yanked the last couple of games, he's been doing solid. Um, had some games, good, good games earlier in the year when yeah. Wilson was hurt, and, and he's like you said, he's just a very good player. And I believe that I'm try, I was trying to find it, but I, uh, the Jets' schedule is pretty, pretty so. Yeah, Lions, Jaguars, and Seahawks in the playoffs. Oh, yeah. Those, I mean, so those are all that, that should be good for everybody on the Jets. So that's interesting. Uh, yeah, so. I I like I like that one a lot and obviously he'll he'd be great for a rebuild as well. I think he's just gonna I think he's gonna be a star once they get the, if they get the quarterback position figured out. Okay, scrolling down a bit, what about Michael Pittman? I know, like, because I think we're past the point of thinking Debo's gonna get back to being what he was last year. So I his trade value is definitely not top twelve wide receiver, and I think we're at the same place with Pittman. And while it is mostly because the Colts just don't like getting good quarterbacks or, or they like getting good quarterbacks that were good six years ago, yeah. uh, you know, one of the two, I mean, like Derek Carr is probably going to be their next one, but my, my prediction was Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. I, I like that <laughs> so that's why I think Derek Carr makes more sense. Uh, I, so I don't just like that idea. Pittman for Debo. It's you, you get a year or two back. Cause they were just drafted a year apart. I don't remember how old each of them are, but I do really just like Pittman better than Debo play wise. Yeah, Pittman's twenty five. I don't have Debo in front of. Oh wait, I did. I can't. He's twenty six, I think. So he yeah, twenty six. Yeah, he'll be twenty seven in January. I mean, scrolling down even a little bit further, I, it gets a little rough after that. Chris Godwin, I don't hate that. I really like Chris Godwin. He is twenty six already. Will be twenty seven going into next year. Najee not old. He's down here. What would you think about trading for Najee Harris in a rebuild? 
I think his value has a chance of he'll never go back up to RB two, but I still think he has a chance of going up. Yeah, I think he has a chance of going up, and I do think he'll produce more next year too. But if, I mean, if you're in a rebuild, do you want him to produce next year? I don't know. But uh, no, I mean, uh, just to move him away. I, yeah, I don't want to hold on yeah, to just for the guy. value bump. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think so. I, I, I don't know that that's going to happen until he produ- – like, I don't know that he's going to be worth that much more than he is now. I don't see why in the offseason it would it would go up all that much more. Okay. I'm going to list a couple of players here. If you tell me I could trade away Debo and walk away with either Devonta Smith, Traylon Burks, Marquise Brown, Jamison Williams, and like a second – I might do some of those straight up right now, <laughs> but like those, yeah. that, that, if I could walk away with those players and a second, I'll throw a third, like Debo in a third for any of those guys in a second. And I will literally dance like these yeah, guys can help you this season and they are just really good. And what, I will, Mark, I love the, the I, I didn't catch all the names, but I heard Devante in there. And I, I, I love that one because I think he's so undervalued. Like, I know he's never going to be your 25 point a game type guy, but he, he, he has these blow up games and, and he produces a lot, even like on a wide receiver two, three level, even when he doesn't. But he, yeah, but he does well. He doesn't have that many games under 10 points. And I know no, that's, that's what really I'm saying. Yeah. Arbitrary line we draw just because that seems like in 12 teams start 10 underneath 10 is when you feel crappy about mm-hmm. it. <laughs> Like, that's, that's really all it is. It's completely anecdotal. But Devonta Smith, Traylon Burks, Marquise Brown, and Jamison Williams. I would trade Debo and a third for any of those four players in a second. Marquise Brown, I would probably do straight up. Honestly, Traylon Burks, I might do. Str- okay, so it's really just Jamison Williams I would want the second on. The rest of them <laughs> I would do straight up. And that might be me being a little low on Debo, but I think it's that the analyzer being a little low on the rest of these guys. Uh, yeah, I think so too. I, I but again, with this specific question, that's a lot, but you yeah, know, with, with his specific question, some, if he wants points this year too, some of those I guys aren't great. Points. I'm sorry. I think all of those four players score points for the rest of the season. Burks, I guess Burks would make me a little nervous. I, did he, he, is he, did he yeah, that's, that's the thing. So, uh, and then, you know, that offense, <laughs> that offense isn't that I turned away at first second and then look back and you're holding the thing up there. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, he, uh, even, even when he's, I mean, he was, he looked, he's looking good and he had a hundred yard game before the concussion, but I just, that offense does not look good right now. You know, they got killed by the Eagles a couple weeks ago. And even against Jacksonville, they didn't look great. So well, that was without him, of course. But I think he did not play last week. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, I like I love Devontae. Jamison Williams is really interesting too because he, you know, what we talked about the touchdown. He could get you know worked in even more here. Uh, so I think Burks is more the one that I would be a little nervous if you actually are looking for points and not just the rebuild aspect. Yeah. All right. Well, that's enough about the freaking 49ers. Come on now. <laughs> so let's move on to, all right, let's, let's talk about, ugh, let's talk about Kyler Murray tearing his ACL in week 14. That's rough. Yeah. He's, that's, 
we're not going to see him for halfway in the next season, probably. As a running quarterback, do you think we see him next season? I mean, I don't think he's going to sit out the whole entire year next year. I think they're going to want to get him back. Uh, so I, I don't expect that they'll just, you know, sit him for the entire 2023 season. But, yeah, I mean, his value obviously takes a huge hit because of, because of what you just said, because he is a running quarterback. Uh, he is – we've talked about this before. He is one of the better passing uh, passers of the running quarterbacks after, uh, you know, after, of course, my guy Jalen Hurts. But – uh, I just <laughs> I'm trying. For those this listening on the podcast, Russ right is having all sorts of issues with this camera, right? <laughs> just all sorts it of issues. Distracting me. Uh, Camera's just one of them. But yeah, it's going to be interesting what happens with Kyler this non-point scoring season because I I got to think his value takes a big hit because like what you just said, we don't know when he's going to play again. He's not going to start next year. It seems literally impossible unless. He's just a medical marble. So, and for his legs to be such a big part of it, I mean, we saw this a different injury, but we saw, you know, Dak used to be a guy that, that ran around uh, a little bit and scored just some rushing touchdowns. And, and uh, after he broke his ankle, that was like non-existent in his game. I don't think that's going to happen with Kyler, but you got to think it's going to be scaled back some. And a lot of, you know, it's not like Kyler was sky high in value as it is anyway. He was you know, kind of falling in value uh, because he had, you know, quote unquote mediocre year. It was like QB 10 or something like that. But he also started to do really well towards the end. Yeah. Like the last few weeks he started to do really well, but like, yeah, he was around that 19 points per game for the first bunch of weeks. And it's just like, all right, I can get that from anyone. Why should I pay top three? Hey, <laughs> like, why should I pay top three quarterback prices? Then again, you know, the last few weeks he was putting up those numbers, but yeah, I was a little scared off of him. I pulled up the trade finder on DLF. And what was the date? Two days ago, right? That he got hurt? Uh, yeah. Okay. No, yeah. No, that was last night. Is... Oh, was it? it was last night. Never mind. So there was one <laughs> trade so far. It is a 36-team league. Okay. <laughs> All right, so yeah, three twelves. Um, Kyler Murray and George Kittle for Tom Brady, Zeke Elliott, and Travis Kelsey. That's interesting. <laughs> I, That's, it doesn't uh, say on some points. On, let's, let's go see if there's. I'm going to go into the league because I got an. Oh man, this is a really cool looking league. It is <laughs> console wars, and it's Xbox, PlayStation, and Nintendo. I like it. I like it. And, and I have really cool pictures. And I'm, Oh, man. All right. Now I got sidetracked. Hold on. So uh, rules, scoring, uh, 0.5 premium for tight ends. Uh, uh, I, mean, that's, that's I, I don't hate that. This deal is pretty much Kyler for Kelsey. Yeah. It's basically your – yeah. Was Brady Kelsey and who? Zeke. Yeah, he's been yeah, he's been scoring you know fifteen to twenty points a game uh for most of the time since Dak came back from his injury. So yeah, I mean if you want to get the points, I don't I don't hate that. I, I was just gonna mention too that I, I mean I think it's it, it, for uh rebuild, he's a great target, Kyler, because he was like I said, already descending in value. Its value is gonna go down even more, especially right now, if you do it during the playoffs for these uh 
teams that made it with Kyler. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I've always been a bit of a, well, not always, but especially in recent years, been a bit of a Kyler truther. And, and this season particularly, I've been higher on them than most others, even though I don't have much Kyler because I don't usually pay that much for quarterbacks. Um, but th- this would be the perfect time for me to go get him. So <laughs> as someone who doesn't want to pay up for quarterbacks. So I gave I, you I, one I, a couple of weeks ago and it's working out in my favor now. <laughs> Man, oh man, my trade to Kyler. I mean, that was a few weeks ago. Um, you know, Tom Brady only has 18.4 points per game. Yeah, that's that's the thing with that trade is, yeah, Tom Brady isn't, Tom Brady and you might only be getting three games of them so yeah that's a little rough yeah so Kyler Murray with that 0.75 from last night is averaging 21 points per game and I'm far too lazy and we're live so I'm not going to figure out what it is without that right now (laughs) so I mean that's still pretty good like that is I mean that probably jumps him up to around that six seven area of you know points per game in which case it's pretty much top tier unless Oh, oh, what? Because for a while, it was like Josh Allen and then the rest. Mahomes is first at 28.7. Hertz is two at 28.4. And then Josh Allen at 27.8. Hertz, he's for real. I got, by the but, way. No, wait, 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 wait. Wait, what? But he might be replaced. Uh, yeah, yes. He's clearly not going to, you know, be with the Eagles next year. We don't know. We don't know. We we can't talk indefinite. <laughs> I have to point out there too because I got ridiculed by by Josh and Drew on timeline because I pointed out that uh, that that you know Jalen Hurts isn't necessarily only you know, only what he was in twenty twenty one as a passer. Guys can make the jump, and I said we saw it happen with Josh Allen, and they say, so they of course made it. Rocky says Jalen Hurts is going to be Josh Allen. Well, guess what? Jalen Hurts is Josh Allen. <laughs> Just saying, when Josh Allen wasn't Josh Allen, who called Josh Allen being Josh you Allen? You did call him being Josh Allen. On the junkies. QB1, yes, yes. But but yeah, Hurts' passing stats. are Counting numbers, they're not as great in terms of he's got like 22 touchdowns, uh, just a little over 3,000 yards. But like – it just in the rate of what he's passing, like the number of passes he's throwing, and the efficiencies, QB rating, yards per attempt. If they, if they, if he wasn't running so much, he would be. His numbers would look a lot better. I'm just saying as it that is. Todd McShay put out his first mock draft, and what was it like? Pick five. Eagles take Bijan. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't hate having Bijan, but I, just I not a pick five. <laughs> yeah, not a pick five. Let's we'll get him at pick thirty two. <laughs> or trade up from pick 32 i don't know but but yeah i mean even uh like i said he has 22 touchdowns but he's 32 total touchdowns three interceptions the guys the guys could win mvp but i mean like think about it josh allen third year they get him steph diggs he takes the jump jalen exactly. third year maybe we give him aj brown <laughs> <laughs> You know, and like, he takes the jump, yeah, and and he's been improving like every year going back to college too. He, you, you could you weren't necessarily expecting this, but I was expecting significant improvement from from last year when everyone said, "Oh, well, he's not accurate. He can't." You know, the guy, the guy improved over year one to year two. I knew he was going to improve over year two to year three. I just didn't think it would be this much. All right, so let's let's go back to Kyler, even though. We just like talking about Jalen Hurts on this yes, show. Yes, we do. <laughs> but we're going to go back to Kyler for a second. Now, I'm very curious where we spot him in in QB rankings. Yes, very nice Eagles shirt. And <laughs> so Kyler Murray 
in November ADP was QB7, which is pretty right. Um, above him is Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Jalen Hurts, Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow, and Lamar Jackson. And then there's Kyler. So now I'm going to start reading down, and we're just going to play our game, Kyler or whoever I read. Kyler or Tua? Tua. Tua. Dak Prescott. That one's tougher. Because uh, Dak, Dak has been playing better. He's... Man, like, I know they're not replacing him because it's Jareth and Dak's not, like, doing bad or anything, but, like, it's not really doing great or anything. Yeah, and especially fantasy wise, like this 18, like last 18, game, they had a they yeah they 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 were okay on offense, but he only had like I don't think he had any touchdowns or he had one touchdown, one touchdown, two picks. Yeah, I, uh, I mean, wow, they have Jaguars, Eagles, Titans, and Eagles are a tough matchup, but Jaguars yeah. and Titans are not. No, um, I still. I was going to ask who I'm, you take there. I'm too impatient to say Kyler. That's really what it comes <laughs> down to. Um, Dak is good enough where he'll still help your competing teams. He will not hurt your team because even when he does poorly, he still gets 18, 19 points. So I still, I think I put Dak there. And honestly, I would understand Kyler being put in right here. Though there is one or two players I will put above him in a second. Yeah, I think I would take Dak too. Deshaun Watson. Oh my god! Uh, <laughs> Look, you're waiting on Deshaun anyway, so I'll just wait on Kyler. I yeah, but you're not worried about uh, uh you know, I'm worried him missing other. in the entire the entirety of next year, like you were suggesting. Yeah, I don't know. I still look. Of course, like if I want to compete from day one, like at this point, we have to talk about it as if we're rebuilding. Like, so if you're in a rebuilding team. I mean, age-wise, Kyler, 25.3, Deshaun Watson, 27.2. It's, I think, point in QB age where that just doesn't matter. Yeah. I I think I'm with you. From a rebuilding standpoint, I, I'll just, yeah, I'll wait on Kyler. And uh, I, I he, he runs more than Watson does, too. So, I'll, yeah, I'll take Kyler. Here's where it gets a little interesting. The next two names, Justin Fields and Trevor Lawrence. See, Justin Fields is easier for me. I would take Fields. I want both of them over and again See, i've never been as high on lawrence I, I was when he came out but if i didn't keep believing as much as most people did after last year despite urban meyer and i, I still mean, need to be convinced a little more oh there's there's a lot that needs to be consistent but like he looks good this week yeah like, they're playing the titans so <laughs> it's a start right like Last year, they couldn't do good against anybody. Now, that's true. Good. When you have a good matchup, take Titans advantage of it. Secondary is bad, though. Like, yeah, I'm I'm good with that. I don't need him to walk in and be the Trevor Lawrence year two that we wanted him to be. Like, that's fine. I'm I'm good taking those steps, and especially because that doesn't balloon his price too quickly, so I can get more of him before he does become that. I mean, after that, we get into old people of like Kirk Cousins, Derek Carr, Geno Smith. I don't yeah. think anybody really wants Kenny Pickett, Matt Stafford, Daniel Jones. And I think at this point we're just, okay, here's an interesting one. Trey Lance. I still want Kyler. Yeah. I I think if anything, the only reason I would want Lance is because he'll have 
the ability to have a value spike sooner. Yeah. So you could probably turn that value spike into Kyler Plus. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> probably. I don't like. I'm worried about Lance in general. So if I have him on one of my teams, I would love to be able to take advantage of that, have that spike, get Kyler in a second, and move on with my life. Wait for Kyler to come back, and yeah, I have a pretty second to do something with. Yeah, I, I can see that, and I, I do like. Uh, I like Lance a lot. You know, I was high on him coming into this year. I had actually, you know, acquired him in a few places. Uh, and, and then had to trade him away <laughs> because he got hurt. But, but yeah, I, I think he's, he scares me a little bit because, you know, you know, we haven't, he won't have played football essentially for other than a game or two for three years. Yeah. Uh, he's played like one game, one, one to two games a season over the last three years, thanks to injury and his college, uh, you know, the, the COVID year really played one game. So, I just I'd rather take the certainty that I feel I have in Kyler, even coming back from an ACL, if I'm rebuilding, than the maybe of Lance. Yeah, and yes, the end. All right, we're going to jump into the listener questions because they're relevant to what we're saying. Uh, lots of quarterback talk. The first one at Run DFF, who could be here right now but is choosing not to be. Um, <laughs> who are you targeting for cheap if you lost Kyler Murray? And I do mean cheap. So again, let me just go right back to ADP. And I think my answer, if people still just think Daniel Jones is Daniel Jones and they don't like him, I think he's a really, like, if we're talking, you just pay a second to go get him, Daniel Jones. Honestly, you think you could still get Brock Purdy for a third? Because if you can, I I know Justin wants a third for Brock Purdy and GDCL, but... (laughs) So, so exactly. Like, again, like we said before, his schedule isn't bad. And a lot, if a lot of his passes are just going to be dump offs and getting points from running, that's feel safe. Yeah. I mean, I was thinking even cheaper uh, when I saw this question, Ooh, okay. uh, like we talked about the, the jet schedule earlier, assuming he's healthy, Mike white, you could probably get for like a, a, a late third. Even after his good couple games, I would think. I don't think I think anybody's going to be happy to get anything they can from Mike White because no one expects him. I think to be the QB next year. Uh, so, <clears throat> excuse me. And and like we talked about, their schedule is really good. I don't remember what it was, but I, I mentioned it earlier in the show. So go back and listen if you don't remember either. Um, this is the show again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and uh, and like you said, I mean. Purdy could be an option too uh, with the San Francisco schedule. I just worry. Uh, I think you mentioned this on some other podcast. It might also have been Wall Street that uh, how Mike White, though last year, my last year's Mike White kind of came out guns blazing and then sort of turned back into a pumpkin. And I, yeah. I, we're still worried about that a little bit with Purdy. Okay, but hear me out. Matt Ryan, Vikings, Chargers, Giants. That's not bad. Giant, Giants are a better defense than you might think. But yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, 29, 21, 15, MFL, all they do is fantasy points against, which clearly isn't any. Right. <laughs> you know, that's, that's, that's what I have. Like, I don't really, you, you don't have to pay more than a third for Matt Ryan, I feel like, especially like, oh man. Um, I think we'll talk about the price of Ryan Tannehill in a second. His schedule isn't great. Chargers, Texans, and Cowboys. It's funny, the Texans have 
are the number two against that's, quarterbacks. That's because everybody runs against them they're because they're you don't have to pass against yeah. them, which is why using fantasy points against doesn't really yeah. always a, work. a you're usually winning against the Texans, and B, their running defense is horrible anyway. So bad. But again, he's someone cheap. He's still, you know, hit one, two, three, four, past five games, 21, 14, 15, 23, 22. I mean, that's good. Anyway, yeah. so I mean, T- Taylor Heineke. I mean, there's a lot. I was just going to mention him, Taylor Heineke. I, his schedule was a little rough. Giants, Niners, Browns. Like, that's not a great schedule. No, it's not. I don't, I don't really like anybody against the Niners. I think the Niners may have the best defense in football. So, well done. Daniel Jones, Commanders, Vikings, Colts. I like that. Um, I think that's really my list because I think everyone else, I mean, like Derek Carr, I'm terrified after, oh, he, he scored positive points in uh, in trade addicts <laughs> league. Uh, Patriots, Steelers, Niners. I don't, I know that Steelers are 23rd here, but like anytime I feel like the Steelers can just have the best defense in the league, like for one game and yeah. my luck, it would be this game when I have to start Derek Carr. But I think that's good enough. I, th- I think we've helped more than enough. Um, the next quarterback question we have is at Andrew Hall FF, and we should have been talked about this a little bit ago. Who would you rather have in Dynasty, Lamar Jackson or Jalen Hurts? Oh, that's a no-brainer to me. Jalen Hurts. <laughs> I was waiting. I'm like, I'm going to say Jalen Hurts, and if you don't, I'm going to feel silly. You're the guy in the Eagles stuff. Like, okay, I get it. We've seen Lamar Jackson break fantasy football. That was like four years ago. Yeah. And at a time where he was just running, <laughs> like it's Jalen Hurts. It and, and I Hurts kind of you... wish Greg mm-hmm. Roman left. Like Greg Roman was being scouted to be the coach of Stanford, but they hired someone else. If Greg Roman left, maybe they build an offense and not just like the Eagles um, have. Yeah, like, yeah, something though, like one wide receiver, one tight end, and one running back, even though six of your running backs constantly get hurt. And and that's the thing. The Eagles, the Eagles invest in the pass. They want to be a passing team. Like that their volume is still not as high as maybe some people would like it to be. Uh partially because Hertz, you know, runs a lot. And partially and because doing good. Yeah, exactly. Partially because they have a good offensive line and a good running back and, and they do very well running the ball. I think they have like 240 yards rushing the ball uh, this past game. And, and uh, Sanders, I think, had 140 of that. Uh, but and Hertz, uh, going back to Hertz, he gives you like probably about 75 percent rush of the rushing you're getting, you know, the rushing stats you're getting from Lamar anyway. Like he's going to fit. He's got almost 700 yards and he's got 10 touchdowns rushing already. So, uh, and, and we just, we talked about a little earlier, how good of a, a passer he is, uh, you know, this season and he's got 32 total touchdowns. I just, he's not necessarily breaking fantasy, but like I said, they are trying to pass the ball. They don't like the Ravens are trying not to pass the ball. It seems like yes. a lot of the, they're building their offense so they don't have to pass the ball much and they're not investing in weapons. And if they could run the ball 40 times a game, they'd be thrilled. The Eagles can do that and occasionally will do that, but they want to be able, they know you need to pass the ball to win. And they, and Hertz is good enough now that, you know, if the running game isn't working, he could put up huge passing numbers. So 
Yeah, I, I think it's hurts, and I think it's pretty easily hurts at this point, especially now that we know he is coming back. Well, he's not signed, but we know he's coming back. We do not have definitive (laughs) proof that they are not going to draft a quarterback. (laughs) That's all I'm saying. I will will guarantee you they will not not draft a quarterback of any significance. You know, maybe in the sixth round. I don't know, but... Uh, no one that's going to matter. He's going to, and he is going to get so much friggin' money this oh, season. Yeah. So. Honestly, <laughs> even if it's not from the Eagles, he's getting so It's much going money. to be from the, be from the Eagles. This team could be, it's say. probably at worst than the NFC Championship. He, he's going to be getting a massive contract from the Eagles. So, are, did you just jinx the Eagles and how? Probably. The, now they're going out in the, in the, that in was the a sentence. terrible thing to say out loud, Rocky. <sighs> okay. We have an interesting, we're both signing with, hurts and it's really not disrespect to Lamar whatsoever it's the offense and the way they want to run the offense Lamar isn't bad exactly but the Eagles have shown that they want their offense to go through hurts hurts yes even if it's running because most of their runs are still options <laughs> you know like yeah. at any given time he can he'll, he'll hold the ball um Okay, and, and I just want to point out too. This is a you know, aside from my Eagles fandom, because I've said many times on the show in the past that I often tend to be more pessimistic about my my own team's players, yep. and I just I, I it's I mean part of it is sort of because of my fandom because I get to see the guy every week, but you can just see how how, how good of a passer he is and how he's improved by leaps and bounds, and he's just going to be very good for a long time. I think as long as he can stay healthy. I just got offered in a trade addicts league, Taekwon Thornton and Mark Andrews for Amon Ross St. Brown and Pat Fryermuth. Yeah. We're going to talk about Andrews in a second. Um, let me hit the reject button real fast. Yeah, that's not great. Um, <laughs> I was going to answer the question in the chat first, but we're going to go over to this because I just brought it up at noob engineer underscore. Do you find people think Mark Andrews is a buy low or is this season indicative of his future? Nice word in there, man. Uh, If he (laughs) is a buy low, what would you say his value was in terms of picks? Tight end premium naturally. Thanks. You guys are the best. Yeah, we are. (laughs) You're the best noob. You give us great questions. Okay, so here's, here's my story. I have Mark Andrews on two competing teams. And I have second, well... I have other tight ends on both of those teams. I can't say secondary tight ends because on one of the teams, the other tight end is Travis Kelsey. (laughs) Um, And I was trying to find trades to trade away Mark Andrews. And none of it feels good. None of it feels right. I feel like I need more no matter what I do. But he's not scoring points. Like we're at the point where the defense only needs to have a spy on Lamar one linebacker following the running back and like six dudes can just follow Andrews and that's it. Like, yeah. and it's been a couple of games. So like, I'm legit worried for the rest of this season. Like if you tell me Bateman comes back and is healthy, they draft another wide receiver and Dobbins can stay and Lamar stay healthy. Cool. Maybe Andrews goes back to what he was. I don't know, man. Like, if I can trade him away and get something for real in my contending ship right now, (laughs) 
Wow, I froze. Uh, like, if I can do something good for my contending team that isn't going to like die next year, like I getting it was in TA two. Um, Jerry was after a, T, a tight ends upgrade for a while, so he keeps coming after Andrews, and he has Derrick Henry on his team, and I'm like, I really, really would love to pull Derrick Henry on my team, but there's a gap, and it's a very wide gap in there, and. Coming back, I would A, need something that was going to score my points that is also decently young because Andrews is only 26. Like, even if next year is bad, he's going to – he has a lot left. Derrick Henry does not have a lot left. You know, and, and I don't want to just completely hamstring my team like that because I'm me and I traded all my picks away to get good. You know, so uh, – it's so hard to trade Andrews away. And then I go into my dynasty wall street uh, chat with Kane and John Bosch and John Bosch literally just yells at me. He literally, he literally says, stop being you. You don't have to trade Andrews away. <laughs> and then I say, but I want someone scoring points. <laughs> and I, I, I really I don't know what to do, but I, I honestly when you say, say that it made me think given the, uh, the huge gap in points, would you trade him for Kelsey straight up? Yep. Yeah, I don't. I guess I'd have to on a contender, but it would. Ugh. I I, would I, I keep worrying next year. You know, the next year is going to finally be the cliff for Travis Kelsey. And if you're not watching live, and you don't, you're not watching this on YouTube afterwards. There was a heavy eye roll on my part. Yes, there was. After saying that, there is zero reason to believe that's going to happen. I, I don't think we stick with these, you know, age ranges that we had four or five years ago, even because you see what these players look like these days. They are not humans anymore. <laughs> and Travis Kelsey's nickname is Zeus. He looks like Zeus. I, I, he's I zero worry about next year. And honestly, that's all I care about. I think you're probably right. And like I said, if I'm contending, I think I would have to do that. Like but we saw it's not as easy for me as it is for you. We saw Antonio Gates, Tony Gonzalez, Jason Witten to some extent, even though he couldn't really run at some point. Yeah. Same thing with Gates towards the end. But they played into their upper thirties. If Kelsey were to stop playing, it would be a choice. It wouldn't be, I need to retire. Like, short of some catastrophic injury. Like, his, he's not slowing down at all. And, like, what happens if they don't re-sign Juju? And yeah, I, I don't disagree with you that he's not going to just stop playing or just be horrible. But if he becomes what Mark Andrews is this year, was it worth doing it for three games and then you only you're getting 15 points a game from Kelsey or something like that. Honestly. Yes. <laughs> like if you can tell me I'm getting a tight end that won me a championship this year or made me much more likely to win it because let's face it, nothing's guaranteed. Yeah. And I could still get top three tight end numbers in a heartbeat. I would do that without even thinking about it. Because what if this is just what Andrews is going forward? It shouldn't be, but 
Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think this is it, this is what he's going to be going forward. Like you said, Bateman will be coming back. I, I don't know if they'll draft or sign anybody better than than what they have around, you know, a healthy Bateman and Andrews now. But we saw last year what what Andrews did, and the beginning of this year. I mean, the beginning of this year, I was looking. It's four of his first six games are in trade addicts scoring with the one point seven five or twenty eight points or higher. And and then it it fell off, which is <laughs> which probably is around the time that Bateman got hurt, and, and uh, he got hurt too. That's right, and he did get hurt. Uh, so I, I don't think this what we're seeing is indicative of his future. It, it is definitely he hasn't gone over seventeen since uh, his last twenty point game. So uh, which was like week six. So mm-hmm. yeah, which is not great. But like I said, I think that's about the time he got hurt. And Bateman got hurt, and now we have Lamar hurt. So we're we're not going to see that the rest of this year. Okay, uh, so let, let's get to the last part of this question. Let's say you have me in your league, and I have Mark Andrews on my team. I'm not necessarily thrilled about him. You're a competing team. You have your first. Do you send your first for Mark Andrews right now? From the competing team, yes. Late first, yes. <sighs> You would not send the late first for Mark Andrews? You have to. Do I want <laughs> to? I don't think so. First of all, just thinking about the more I hear and learn about these players coming in, I don't think it's just hype. Like, I think a lot of these players are that good. And I just, I was never that big a fan of Andrews. Like, it was so efficiency based until last year when there was no one else to throw the ball to. But now that there's no one else to throw the ball to, defenses realize we could just put six dudes on him. For some reason, they didn't do that last year. So I, the answer, yeah. Like, I'm definitely not sending I, – I guess technically now you know if it's a playoff or a non-playoff first. I am not sending a non-playoff first for Mark Andrews, even not in the .75 premium scoring that we have. But I would have to – I don't know, man. Like – already have Kelsey on my team and have someone else get hurt. So I go and buy Andrews for double positional advantage kind of thing <laughs> for me to want to do it. It's just, <sighs> yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be going after him at this point uh, with, with my late first. I'd rather have someone, if I'm going to give up a first, I'd rather have someone that I feel more confident is going to score points. I mean, I mean, we were talking about it. He hasn't, it's, it's the last three games, especially at 14, this isn't trade yet. It's scoring with a 0.75 premium. It's 14, 12.4, 5.2. So yeah. Okay. Before we move on to the trade addicts trades, we are going to go back to Howdy's heroes. Oh man. He, you know, Howdy's heroes is always in our uh, chat on the grind on tomorrow. Uh, wow. That's a lot. Okay. So in a 10 team, Standard scoring one quarterback league where you start eight. This is their starters. Josh Allen, Jonathan Taylor, Christian McCaffrey, T. Higgins, Justin Jefferson, CeeDee Lamb, Hawkinson. And for some reason, they put Monty in their last starting spot. Because on their bench, DK (laughs) Metcalf and Devonta Smith. Like, yeah, yeah, you need to replace Monty with one of those two. Because the next question is, do you trade the 104 for Eckler or Henry straight up as a contender? Now, again, this is one quarterback, so this is going to be 
probably a yeah, wide receiver two, running back yep. two, depending on the order they go in. For Eckler or Henry, who are going to give you a chance. Here's the question. What I mean, that doesn't really need to be a question. We could look it up. What's the points per game difference between someone like DK Metcalf and Austin Eckler or Derrick Henry? I did if you're part of the Dynasty Trade Calculator Discord, you can go see, I whisper that, so none of my DLF brethren hear that. Um, <laughs> uh, Discord, you can see, I made a video about DK Metcalf today. And in the last, ever since halfway through the season, so week eight forward, he's averaging almost 19 points per game. Like, he's doing really, really well. So, like, honestly, like, do yes, Henry and Eckler are awesome. And yeah, they are. Hold on, let me hear. Okay, I pulled it up. Uh, Eckler, 22 points per game. Derrick Henry, 18 points per game. And Henry does have a very good schedule going forward. But like, is that going to make that much of a difference over DK Metcalf or over the ceiling of Devonta Smith? I don't think so. Like, I would rather plug one of those two wide receivers into my last flex spot and call it a day. Yeah, I don't think it's worth it giving given up even the one qb thing the 104 it's just a really high pick like, yeah if, if you know one qb if we were talking 106 107 i would probably do it just for the heck of it <laughs> but like not, not to mention i mean the rest of the rest of his lineup is really good yeah, to begin with anyway and as we're not talking about to. Yeah. like that is i will absolutely say you don't need to that has yeah. never stopped me from making a trade before so i don't <laughs> want to say don't do it but do but, as russ says not as he does <laughs> rocky gets me Hold on. Let's Austin Eckler schedule Titans, Colts, Rams. I mean, he makes most of his money these days on receive receptions, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah. I don't worry as much about those kind of numbers, like the MFL numbers, when you're talking to receiving back like him or or McCaffrey or something like that. Oh man. In week twelve he had fifteen targets. That's ridiculous. (laughs) Um and hold on. Derrick Henry. Oof. Okay, well, he has the Chargers and the Texans, and then he gets the Cowboys in the last week, which is a little rough, but Chargers are 25th. Texans are clearly the worst. So, whew. But I, I really don't think you need to make that trade. I don't – hoping you don't uh, – it. I don't know if you have a deadline. If you don't, clearly don't you, you'll The trade will be there if you need it later. So, yeah. I – Saying the words "don't trade" is like ah, it's tough. For I can't do it, but I—that's the answer. Okay, let's get to our trade addicts trades, trade addicts leagues, twelve team super flex PPR tight end premium, one point seven five points per tight end reception with point zero five points for return yardage, except for TA one, and we have a really weird TA one trade. Like I said before, we were going to talk about Ryan Tannehill's value. I am not necessarily a fan of Ryan Tannehill as a fantasy football quarterback. Or as a real-life quarterback. <laughs> I also really just want to see Malik Willis get a chance. But still, even if Teddy Hill gets cut or something like that, he will be a starter somewhere. He is good enough to get a job somewhere. In TA1, a team that did not make the playoffs that was trying to traded Ryan Tannehill for Darnell Mooney and Hunter Renfro. Like, I don't care. Like, that's not enough for a starting quarterback. No... Hunter Renfro is like nothing anymore. Even before he was injured, he didn't yeah. do anything. And Darnell Mooney, cool, but like, okay. <laughs> and like you said, Tannehill's, 
I, I, I firmly believe Tannehill is going to be the starter next year. So I think so. he will too. I just, like I said, I just kind of want to see Malik Willis get a shot. <laughs> and honestly, it might be better for Malik Willis for it to be the year after, but it's, yeah, that's like, I don't, that's not an, like Darnell Mooney and Hunter Renfro, like didn't exist. Neither of them really existed this season. And I get, no, there's no reason to tank it right now. There's no reason to need Tannehill off your team because the bottom picks are set already. So I don't know. I I, I just don't get it. Yeah, I, I don't really understand it either. I mean, in some leagues, I think it does. It could go. Uh, well, no, you're right. The bottom picks are pretty much set in all leagues. I actually, in some of my leagues where it goes by potential points, it goes for the whole year. The whole year. Um, yeah. Well, I just figure, you know, it should count. You know, it it should the whole season should count, not just the first. Why, why do the first only fourteen games count for? If you're going by how good the team is, well, that's uh, how they do it in the NFL. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> That's not why, but uh, I, I, my I, logic I is just think about that before. My logic is it's just the, the whole. Well, I mean, when you're you're doing it, I know in your leagues, most of your leagues, it's by record, right? Oh, it's by so record. That, I mean, obviously, it has to be just now it's set. But yeah, most yeah. of my leagues, it's potential points. So why why would I stop? It doesn't why wouldn't I take into you... account their whole season of potential points rather than just the first fourteen games? So, the, so, so in some leagues, that might matter, but. That's super interesting. Again, because I I don't know if I'm in any leagues that use actually yes I'm in like two that use potential points, but they're also teams I co-manage with people, so I don't always pay as much attention as I should. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's a very interesting point that it doesn't really need to just be the regular season with potential points because if, even if they don't set their lineup, it doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. But anyway, <laughs> we're uh, we're getting it. But yeah, so. Uh, Oh, we're getting sidetracked. Like that doesn't yeah. happen. We open our mouths. I think we talked enough about that trade anyway. Yeah, Mooney. Mooney is a nice little player, but now he's out for the year too. And and who knows what the Bears are going to be next year? Yeah. If they're probably going to draft wide receiver. Yada yada yada. So they better. Yeah. So we move on to trade addicts two, where I traded away one of my Devo shares, and this one was tough for me. I don't remember what my original offer was. But it was Debo for Cook Plus, more or less. And I got countered back Debo for Cook. And I couldn't bring myself to do it. I'm just like, Debo is a young wide receiver. He's not doing great, but he's still a young wide receiver who had like a wide receiver two season. The wide receiver two. I don't think he ended as the one, right? No, Cook uh, Cup did that. Still. Yeah. Um, and Dalvin Cook is a 27 year old running back who you can't even get a first for at this point. So doing that straight up, and I get that even before being injured, Debo wasn't really helping my team, and that is absolutely in this other team's right to hold that over my head as a playoff team trying to trade for a player. Of course, Dalvin scored six points this week, so that doesn't really help me anyway. But that's besides the point. Well, help me more than Debo. We're get- see sidetrack getting sidetracked. <laughs> And then I sent Debo and a 24 third for Dalvin and a 23 second. And it got rejected fast. And I was just like, I, I message them. I'm like, that pick swap really was like just far too much for you to, you know, to do it. And they're like, yeah, it's just more than we want to pay. And then I'm like, cool. I don't counter. Don't do anything. 
And then I think it was like the next day I get Debo in a 24 second for Dalvin in a 23rd second. So I'm absolutely cool. First of all, the weird thing is those are both mine. It is, <laughs> I sent away my 24 second and I got my 23 second back, which is just made nice. me giggle. So I, that made me happy just pushing up a year's pick. And that was enough for me to say, yeah, I'll do that. Yeah. I, I, I don't hate it. I do. I originally was not loving it because I know Dalvin has not been playing well recently. And I, I, I looked it up and he, he has under 10 points, three of the last four games, but he's also played the last four games for top by MFL, you know, stats for yeah. the top 10 uh, running defenses. Also. And his, I was just, so was gonna, his last three are against uh, Colts, three of the top, Giants, yeah, and Packers. the bottom 10. He's 7, yeah. 22, and 28. 28. So I, I, I kind of love it now <laughs> after I saw I that. may have traded for a few Dolphin shares in the past week or two. <laughs> uh, yep. So, yeah, I think it's fine, though, because like we said, Debo is so hard to trade. Any, before the injury, it was yeah. so hard to trade anyway. And... I yeah I I think you could get a nice little Dalvin bump at the end of the year here he and it's not like he's been awful this year he's been way more up and down than he has been in the past but he's he's got multiple you know twenty twenty five point games this year so there's it, it never anything that made you feel great about it that's 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 the real big problem. yeah hold on let me try and find him uh, wide receiver twenty two overall thirteen point six six points per game. That's not great. He has one point, one game over twenty points. Who Debo? Yeah, yeah. That, that that is hashtag not great. Yeah, and Dalvin. I mean, even though Dalvin's not having his usual Dalvin year, he's still they're still giving the ball just as much, and it, he's just been way more. You know, probably a product of age and mileage. Uh, he's been a lot more up and down, but. But like we said, that that schedule, you know, he could he could win you a championship with that schedule. <laughs> yeah. All right. The next year we have same league, same this guy, um, Michael Pittman for Josh Jacobs. I give me Jacobs. I I got Jacobs, and yeah. honestly, I I don't know what why I did it. <laughs> like this is the like. Russ I was sitting for there. a running back with a receiver. He <laughs> updated his trade bait because he just missed the playoffs and he threw in the chat, like, miss the playoffs, come and get your playoff contender players. And I'm like, all right, cool. And I'm like, I know Josh Jacobs has a rough schedule, but why not? He's doing really, really well. He's 24 years old. It was worth a shot. So I did it. I, I, I really had... No intelligent thinking behind this. It, I just <laughs> felt like doing it, and I did it. You know what's funny is I said, "Give me Josh Jacobs," and I uh, well, th- I did it because it was a rebuild. But I I took DJ Moore for for Josh Jacobs uh, a few weeks ago, and there was a trade on the show, and mm-hmm. uh, it, it he's he's scoring significantly less than Pittman, and is about the same age or older. So, <laughs> but but yeah, oh, yeah. I. But yeah, you, (laughs) it's funny. Like we try and do these trades without context just because it shows value better. So 
of course, when it's one of ours, we completely forego that yes, and we want to talk all the about context. It. So, like the fact that you've been, you were trying to get rid of Jacobs for weeks, yes, like the whole season. <laughs> I and posting in the chat, take the RB two off my team. <laughs> yeah, it's just like you're just like you know what? This is all I can get. I'm taking it, and, yeah. and like that's really is a good thing, an example to show that each league is in fact its own market. You know, he couldn't get anything for Jacobs. And I just got him without really trying. And yeah. <laughs> it, was, it took a better – I don't know if it could have taken a lesser player. It was just this was the guy I chose to throw, and mostly just because I have a lot of Pittman shares. And I was just like, okay. So I tried it, and it worked. Ugh. But, but, you know it's what? Time. I'm not even going to be clever. I'm not going to do – you know what? It's time. I just – I need this right now. I look forward to the dance every week. I got so excited <laughs> I punched my glasses off my face. Okay, here we go. And this actually started, this is Trade Addict 6. This actually started while we were recording last week. Um, yeah, I sent it <laughs> while we were recording, the original trade that you rejected. Um, I don't even remember the back and forth because I think this was pretty close to the offer I sent you. Uh, oh, no, because we were talking about Pacheco and we were talking about his value and I was talking about how much I liked Pacheco and you said, come get him in TA six because okay, you're rebuilding. Yeah. I'm like, okay. Um, so I think I sent something along the lines of Gabe Davis for Gabe Davis and a third for Pacheco in a second, something like that, because I was just hoping that Gabe Davis still carried a little bit more name value. Uh, you rejected that. And then sooner or later you sent me Pacheco and a 23 second for Davis and a 24 second. And again, moving up a year was a good enough for me. I mean, like, and, and part of that was to, you also had sent actually, I think at one point you sent Pacheco in a 23 second and Davis for, and for Davis in a 24 second. And I, I purposely switched it to give you J Mike second because it's going to be the, Oh, I asked for an earlier second. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I have like three or four seconds in that league and I switched it to J Mike's because it's obviously going to be 11 or 12. So let's, Let's not kid ourselves. It's going to be 12. So <laughs> For the next few years, it's fine. Yes. It's fine. Uh, and I'm not even that big of a Davis guy, but like you said, I, he does have some name value. If he blows up, you know, maybe does another blow-up playoff game or something, I could potentially move him. I, I doubt he's on my roster to start next year. But I just thought I just thought he had a little more staying power than, than Pacheco does, even if he is on my roster next year. At some point, I, I have my doubts that Pacheco – and I'm, you were getting this. Uh, this was prior to last Friday, Sunday, and you still had a chance at the playoffs, I believe, yep. at that point. Yeah. So, and so you were hoping to make it, and you know, maybe lose to J Mike in the title game or something. But, <laughs> but, but yeah. So I, I just think next year when Pacheco's not going to be a thing, I think they'll they'll find someone to replace him, whether it's in free agency or the draft or. See, it just comes back and screws things up in McKinnon yeah. too, and yeah, I don't know. Like, I think he. It's. I'm about to just dig my own grave when I say I think he's doing well enough to keep the job, and of course, well enough is never enough to keep a running back job. But I just I love the fact that he is looking more and more like a workhorse back every week that he gets the workload. Like he's not a scat back. 
anymore. Mm-hmm. He was lowering his shoulder and running through people and then pulling a spin move and leaping over people. And the fact that he's still returning kicks helps in a trade addicts league and he's good at it. So if he becomes a somewhat, I mean, even a workhorse back for the chiefs, isn't really a workhorse back because <laughs> they just don't run the ball or, you know, so yeah. getting those extra points from a kick returner is very, and you know, if they run it back and get a touchdown, that's even better. You know? So I, I thought it was enough, but honestly, like, I like having Gabe Davis on my teams. Uh, I don't think he's going to be a steady wide receiver two or anything, but I think he has a pretty decent floor, but also we've seen has the chance to, what was it like two for like 190 and two? Like something like that. Yeah. I, I was at the, I was at a Jets game and then I look up and it's like, Oh wow. Gabe Davis just caught like an 80 something yard touchdown. How is Gabe Davis two for one sixty something and two touchdowns? <laughs> that math happened. Like what? What? Yeah, that was nuts. Yeah, that was like, like that's him. He has the ability to do that, but he'll still get like he's like a tight end. Like he'll still get six to eight targets, which is great for a, a team that has Steph Diggs on it. <laughs> you know, a team that has a quarterback that will run as much as he does, and then a team that still wants to run the ball. So I, I like having Gabe Davis as like my wide receiver three or four. Like I think he's a solid play. But again. If anyone wants to give me a first for him, I will. <laughs> nice and easy. Yeah, and I, I don't hate him. I mean, if he ends up on my team next year, I, that wouldn't be the worst thing. I, I And I do – I mean, I, I'm actually kind of building a nice little group of players. I won way more than I wanted to this year, actually. I think I finished like six and eight or something, and I expected to be far worse. So uh, – and, and I've got a nice stable of picks. So, you know, when J. Mike's team peters out in 2030, I'll be ready to go. Hey, I'll, be, I'll still be rebuilding somehow. All right. Well, that was our trade of the week brought to you by Sleeper Fantasy, the fastest growing fantasy football platform in the world. Join a new dynasty league or migrate yours to their platform and enjoy how easy they make it to manage all your leagues in one place. Join millions of players today on Sleeper, the number one fantasy football platform. Download the app today to get started. We have our last trade, a Trade Addicts 8 trade, which is. As forementioned, my second time where I traded away Debo before this weekend, where I traded Debo and a 24 first for Travis Kelsey. I This is a playoff team. This is honestly, I didn't really like my team that much in Trade Addicts 8. And that's when Kane, who I just got Travis Kelsey from, just ripped my heart out by taking advantage of an outhouse challenge and sending me Jonathan Taylor. Hmm. or Travis Kelsey. I then turned Jonathan Taylor into Amon Ross St. Brown and that first. And then turned Debo in the first back into Travis Kelsey. Because there was, like, it's funny, like, my team was okay. I liked my team. Then it got really weird, and I didn't like it. And then a couple of upper teams started not doing as well. A couple of injuries happened, and I'm like, I'm going to try this, because Kane said he was like, you know, I'm not making the playoffs. Someone take my good players. And I'm like, I do like having Travis Kelsey on my teams. (laughs) And I mean, I was both happy this got accepted and like skeptical that I overpaid at the same time. But because it's like you, there's this, you have this feeling of what Debo should be valued at. And then there's the reality of what Debo's valued at. That second part made me feel good about this trade. 
And I think that's just reality now. So I need to get that out of the other part out of my head because that first part made me feel weird about sending it. But like, I have Travis Kelsey on the team. I don't care. I'm happy. Yeah, I was I was annoyed when I saw this trade go through because I actually had made him an offer for Travis Kelsey, and you paid significantly more than I was sending. So, but um, uh, I think I offered. Wait, 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 wait. you pulled at me. What do you mean? Sent a bad offer. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, I think it was like uh, Javante straight up for Kelsey, which I knew probably was not going to be accepted, but I was hoping maybe I could up it to Javante plus. Yeah, yeah. plus, yeah, he's rebuilding. So, and and then I saw the rejection and, and the acceptance of your trade come through at the same time when I checked my email. I was like, damn it. I figured I'd probably get a reject, but I was hoping, okay, maybe I'll send Javante plus. And it was too late. It was nice of him to reject it and not just like accept it. And you have to go revoke your own offer. Yeah, (laughs) he did do that. Um, But yeah, I I thought when I saw it, I was like a little surprised too, though. I did actually think it was a little much, but like you said, maybe that is just, I think that might just be what Debo's value is. And it's sort of the, uh, the the remnants of what we believe Debo should be worth, but it's not. So yeah. Um, I was listening to the DLF flagship pod. I think it was two weeks ago at this point. I can't even remember. And they were talking about Debo and his value. And it was a very similar to what we're saying now, how his ADP stays. Like, even now, it's like third, fourth round and hasn't really dropped much. Ayuk's has gone up a bit, but, like, his trade value is so low. Like, it's one of those real weird things where I think his ADP just shouldn't be that high in the first place, but there really is a disparity between ADP and, you know, draft value and trade value. They are two very different things. And Debo is clearly one of those. And I think I've gotten that beaten into my head this season when I tried to trade away Debo the entire season and I couldn't get anything I felt was close to a fair deal. And I think it's just the reality of what his trade value is. And it's in multiple leagues. So it's not like we said before, each league is its own market. This, this was in multiple. This was a bunch of leagues. And then asking people's advice because I felt like I don't, if I'm wrong, I would like to know it. And <laughs> I'm wrong often and people have no problem letting me know. But <laughs> it, it's just, I mean, it worked out the way it worked out. So, yeah. All right. Well, that is the end of our show sheet. Uh, no more questions in the chat. Any parting shots, Rock? Uh, no, just this was, this was fun. It was fun getting to answer some questions in the chat. Uh uh, we should do it more often. We should not just before playoff time. We gotta do this again in like a couple months. Okay, but we're you know every day we're going every, live every, every day. day. We'll live every day of the year. <laughs> hey Han, <laughs> here's that divorce you always wanted. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> My wife would not go for that either. Yeah, Rocky, we're moving in together. <laughs> All right. Well, that's the end of our show sheet. So that's the end of our show. Thank you, everyone, for listening and watching along. Like Rocky said, this was awesome. This is always awesome. I don't know why we do this so little. But if you did enjoy this and you want to have this experience more often, patreon.com slash tradeaddictspod. You watch us record. You can ask your questions in the chat. If we don't have our usual hour and 45-minute show, we'll answer them. Sometimes we just go on for way too long that we just don't have a chance, but we'll answer it afterwards. But also there's the group me chat, the Cool Kids Club, which is an awesome, awesome time. And yeah, that's it. And then there's ffpodshirts.storenv.com. Scott Fishbowl stuff is still there. 
all of the trade addicts and junkies and timeline and get real and all of those other stuff all still there. Every single penny that goes in goes to fantasy cares, which at this point will go towards next year. So, cause most of us did our shopping already, but like, just think about it. Start now. You get awesome stuff and kids will get even more awesome stuff because we're starting in December for next December. Just, just do it. Don't even think about it. Just go, just do it. Just do it. Did you do it? Did you, you did it. Good. Thank you. All right. Well, on that note, I'm going to go to bed, except Rocky is going to stay awake and set up the playoffs for his. I need to, I have to. I, 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 I put it off too long. Good night, everybody, except for Rocky. <laughs> Good night. Thank, Thank you for listening to the Great Addict Podcast. A member of the DLS Family of Podcasts. A proud member in the Dicey Addict Podcast Network. Please follow your hosts at Dynasty Haha and at Dynasty FS Addict. Please subscribe, rate, and review. We will catch you next time on the Trade Addict Podcast. Poopy Pan, that is the best. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> <laughs>